Joining me as we take a deep dive into the day's market activity is Imtiaz Suleiman from Sentio Capital. Thank you so much for your time, Imtiaz. Markets not happy, JSC, uh, US and also Europe. Uh, and I'm wondering if it's still uh, um, jitters about uh, Alphabet and Meta still reverberating uh, through the markets at this point. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, I think what we're seeing come through is definitely some weakness across the board. It looks like those big tech earnings, the Magnificent Seven, hasn't been as great as the market was expecting. And there's also a lot of nervousness, especially around some of the macroeconomic news um, in terms of the interest rates and the impact that's going to have longer term as well as the geopolitical environment that is is uncertain and, and unfolding as we speak. So I think lots of moving parts, but it's all going to come down to how good are earnings in the U.S. and whether um, you know the consumer is is still spending and strong, and how that's going to be, how that's going to play out, and what's the the outlook for a forward uh, guidance. Yeah, and what's actually been the impact of that U, uh, U.S. Uh, final GDP print for the third quarter that surprised it to the upside, but also uh, that was more than the initial print that we got. Yeah, so a very strong GDP number coming at 4.9% in the third quarter, and that's up from 2.1% in the second quarter. And if you just break that down, you know, a lot of that growth has come from a strong consumer, and consumer spending was up 4%. Now, I don't think this impacts the Fed's decision in terms of their their rate hikes, um, and, and we'll see next week, but I think they'll still be on hold. What it just means is that we're going to have rates that are higher for longer. And as we see the impact of those cumulative rate hikes come through, you know, it's certainly having an impact on um, certain parts of the economy already, such as housing in the U.S., you know, where housing sales are quite weak. Um, and then you're going to see the knock-on effects in terms of consumer uh, debt um, as uh, the debt is rolled over, both from a consumer perspective as well as a corporate perspective. So I think those leg effects will come through. Interest rates always work with a leg, and we should see that impact come through in the next quarter. Ah, all right. Um, well, seeing that there is a company in which uh, the constrained consumer environment isn't really affecting at the moment, talking about improved margins, and that is Clicks uh, coming out with its annual results today. Of course, we did see investors celebrating that with the share surging over 6%. Uh, what was also interesting to me was the um, the, the, the HEPs figures that... Um, the diluted HEPs increased by 1.1%, but if you adjust that for the insurance recoveries, uh, it grew by 11.5%. Just take us through uh, those numbers. Yeah, I think it was a very good um, result overall. Um, you know, Clicks is a highly cash generative business. They generated 5.9 billion rand worth of cash, and they pay out a lot of that to investors. So out of that 5.9 billion, 2.3 billion was paid back to investors in the form of dividends and share buybacks. So very strong cash generation. If you look at the overall sales growth, um, the retail part, which is the clicks business, was was very strong. That was up 12.2%. And their margin also expanded in the clicks business. And that was driven by higher sales of uh, beauty products. As you know, we don't have 
the lockdowns, uh, people are going out more, there's more activity and face-to-face meetings, so that's benefited them. And then you don't have the low margin vaccination sales in this period. So again, you know, that's helping uh, the overall margin. Um, and from a cost perspective, they've done very well to contain costs. You know, if you look at it, there was higher insurance premiums, as you mentioned, but there were also some diesel costs because of load shedding. But going forward, this should be in the base. And if load shedding stays at these levels, um, it's going to be beneficial for clicks and all of the other retailers. Mm. I mean, listen, the commodity space has been uh, under pressure. I want to go into Afrimat now, as we have seen also with uh, Coronation uh, saying that they're dumping uh, their, 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 their PGM uh, holdings. Uh, Afrimat, on the other hand, uh, being uh, diversified in terms of uh, commodities and also revenue streams. So they came out with their interim results today, uh, revenue up uh, 10% uh, headline earnings per share, um, edging higher by 4.4%. I mean, if you maybe want to go into, uh, you know, you still kind of want to have exposure to commodities, but not too much. Is Afrimat one of the counters that you'd go for at this point? Yeah, I think Afrimat gives you exposure to iron ore in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are trying to diversify into some of the other commodities with the Lafarge um, acquisition. So if you look at it from an overall perspective, you know, iron ore sales were up, and especially in terms of the local sales. The international sales was a bit constrained due to the transnet issues that we've seen from all of the miners. Um, so that was down 10%. But overall, um, you know, it's a bit of a, a play between commodities and construction materials. Um, so it does give you a bit of that diversification and not it's not like a pure commodity play like some of the other miners listed on the market. Ah, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today. Uh, MTS, what are you choosing? I'm going with EBSA. I think all, you know, all of the South African banks have been quite weak. But if you look at it overall, their provisions are at very adequate levels. They've got um, strong balance sheet. Um, the advances growth are not growing at double digits, but they're still growing at high single digits overall. From a corporate perspective, you know, corporates are still very cash flush and they are starting to spend incrementally, which will help um, the advances book to grow. And then if you look at it from an overall perspective in terms of the non-interest revenue side, that's still doing quite well. So I think both from an interest perspective and non-interest revenue perspective, the bank should be able to generate decent earnings in this very tough uh, economic environment. Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and giving us analysis on what has been driving the markets today, MTS. That was MTS Suleiman from Sentio Capital.